welcome to Creative Minds. This is episode 10. I'm excited for this episode because today with us we have a YouTuber named Eric. Hello. How's it going? How you doing? I'm yeah, doing you fantastic. Doing? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. What about you, Amarius? I'm doing fantastic. I'm excited for today. So, Eric, you are a YouTuber. Is that yes. correct? Okay. What do you do on your channel? Uh, my channel, they're sort of like weekly like think pieces, sort of. So I just take some of the thoughts that I have that day, package them in story form, try to keep it about four to six minutes. They're usually some encouragey vibes and also just very reflective, trying to encourage people to take take more accountability in their lives, be change makers in their own lives. Oh yeah, that's very good. Yeah, I, I definitely detect that in your videos for sure. I really do like your channel in general, not gonna lie, because I feel like we're very similar in a lot of ways. I know we've talked like off podcasts and stuff. And for me, it's really fun because it's just, I'm finding more ways to be more naturally me. Like, yes, mm, I'm creating right. content. For the most part, they're almost like diary entries. You know, it's it's like right, yeah, stuff yeah. I'm genuinely thinking about that week and I need to get it out of my head. And so I find like some sort of engaging way to package it and then just sort of send it off. It right. feels almost cathartic after every single one. Well, yeah, I'm sure. It's it's good to, to get stuff out when you've been thinking about it for a while, for sure. How long have you guys sure. been doing YouTube though? I've been doing it for about three years now. How was your schooling experience and how has it impacted your creative life negatively or positively you know that's a fantastic question and you Thanks, can, sir. yeah so i was actually homeschooled until high school and then i went to public high school and then i went to college my homeschool experience though it was sort of like private school i had like other homeschoolers that i did classes with but for the most part my schedule was very like irregular not like eight mm -hmm. to three or whatever I, mean, I would do certain subjects on my own and certain subjects uh with like in a class more traditional mm -hmm. classroom right. setting that's that's one of the main fundamental things that makes me the way I am that I have not yet really talked about on my channel. It's like a secret. Hmm. It's like a secret weapon. I think, I guess it's more influential in me doing videography. When I was homeschooled, I had more time to do whatever. So right, I would do yeah. my homework and I had more time to, I would like draw comics, I'd read comics, I would make stop motion videos um, for hours and hours and hours. Um, that was actually my first YouTube channel. It was mm -hmm. a Lego stop motion channel <laughs> with like, <laughs> it had, it did it. it and it That's... picked up. It was like early, mm -hmm. early YouTube. It was like 2.1 or 3.2 total million views or something like that. Oh, wow. I mean, the reason I laughed is because that's what I started doing <laughs> as really? well. Yeah. That's awesome. Exactly that. Yeah. Um, there's, there's still. So, up, but... so, yeah, I think that that gave me a cool place to like find some of my interests. That's when I first mm. was like playing with, around with the camera, making home videos with my cousins. And like as soon as I figured out how to edit, I loved it was like so obsessed obsessed with editing oh yeah and i don't think i would have figured that out as early if i hadn't been homeschooled and the other thing is just right? also questioning the system a little bit i think that, that <laughs> sort of yeah uh put yeah. that in my head of like wait everyone else is going to school from you know eight to three but for me mm -hmm. i'm not doing that i get to like sleep in maybe or right I, or a lot of times i was learning a whole bunch of cool stuff that mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. peers weren't learning in some ways having a better education than, you know, whatever and mm -hmm. doing way less work. So why was I, you know, it, it, it mm -hmm. put some of those ideas in my head, which I think was like very fundamental in me being like, maybe I don't need to be a doctor. Maybe I can do videography. Right. Which yeah. is what I do full time now. Yeah, I didn't realize you were homeschooled part of your life. That's yeah. quite interesting. I think that definitely contributes a factor to that because apparently I can relate in that aspect too because like I've been homeschooled except I've always been homeschooled. So I've never actually gone to a public school. 
Oh, really? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know that has definitely influenced me because I've learned a lot, a lot about my hobbies and everything because of that. A lot more time, you know? I used to be like, oh, I love school. I can't, like, I'll be so bummed when I don't have mm-hmm. to go to school because I'm sort of good at taking tests and just sort of <laughs> sc- the school stuff works with me. Uh, um, interesting. But then after a while, I was like, the reason this is fun is because it seems like a game and because it's fun mm-hmm. to get like affirmation and validation all the time that, right. you know, they're like, oh, you know, you're good at life. Right. Check mark, you know. I mean, it's um, good. At, it's always good to get the high score, right? Right. And then after a while, I was like, this feels good to pat my ego, not because it's actually helpful right, for yeah. my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm so I, happy to be done with school. Oh, yeah. same, dude. Oh boy, yeah. yeah. It's weird actually, cause it's kind of different for me, cause uh, since I, I I lived in like uh, I had to move a, around a lot because of uh, dad's job, you know. So I yeah. lived in a lot of random countries, and those those were always like private schools in those countries. Really smart people. I didn't like school too much, so I always got all my teachers would always uh, be like, "You suck, you suck." Oh, that sucks. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just cause that uh, you know BC versus all these A students kind of. Shit me and i was like you know what i'm gonna show you guys that i will <laughs> truly rise on the new form of media that's wow. awesome yeah. this is a great time to go rogue dude. how exactly did you get into content creation was it just like you wanted to do something else like besides school or was it there an influence in your life when i went to college i had switched from pre-med to videography and so i was trying to build that out started getting really tired of making videos for other people even though it was awesome to make money i get what you're saying and i had just made i think like a a taylor swift album reaction video with a friend or something (laughs) And it was so fun to do oh. these like really quirky edits and like just having fun with it. And I was like, man, how awesome would it be if I got to make more things like that? But I abandoned it. And then I started listening to some Gary Vee. Gary Vee is like, oh. <laughs> yep. Gary Vee's all about like documenting mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. And so I was like, hmm, that could be sort of cool for my videography business as it's like starting in its early stages. And then I was like, I'm not sure. I'm not very extroverted. I'm not very charismatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would listen to really what I have to say? And then at my school, I very, very indirectly found out about this girl at my school named Audrey. So Audrey at the time had 200 subscribers. She was a freshman. And I just thought it was crazy that she was posting these videos of her like it was like more personal than a diary it was her like sitting in a tree like talking about her mood and stuff like that just herself Mm -hmm. to the point of not worrying about being charismatic any of that stuff i reached out and we became friends and stuff basically once you see audrey's channel and how she takes it seriously and like all this stuff and how open she is with just showing whatever i had zero excuses she just like completely obliterated all my excuses and so that was right around the time when i was like all right we're taking the dive that being said i probably hyped myself up for about three weeks or so Mm -hmm. because for me it was really important to um i didn't want to be one of those people that's like i'm gonna make a youtube video every single day and then five days in five days in Mm -hmm. gives up like i was like no i refuse to do that if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna set a realistic goal Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna commit so hard and so one video a week we're doing that for the rest of the year Mm -hmm. it turned into this whole other thing so i started probably like mid-march of last year doing like vloggy stuff Mm -hmm. that's crazy mostly inspired by gary and audrey gary audrey Audrey Ember. Two things. One, oh. Gary V comes up so much on this podcast, it's ridiculous. Like every <laughs> single person we interview is like Gary V. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Gary V is like <laughs> Gary. the best. 
But the other thing is, honestly, I think I found your channel because of the collaboration with Audrey. I am pretty sure. Really? I don't know how else I would have found you. Which one? It was more the recently. The one where I was interviewing her? It was more recently. I think so. Or the one where I did a little video about her. I think the interview. That one, like, randomly recently is starting to get a lot of traction, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Audrey, do you know Audrey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know her. Yeah, so I just happened to run into her before she was famous. <laughs> before um, she blew up, right, yeah. <laughs> she blew up like three famous. times. Yeah. <laughs> right. And the reason, the only reason I found Audrey, funnily enough, was because I took this ping pong class. <laughs> what? <laughs> I took a random ping That's pong crazy. class. And I ran into this other vlogger, and I don't really connect with her content that much, but I was friends with her, so I was following, and then she did a collab with Audrey, mm -hmm. and I was like, who the yeah. heck is this girl? The rest yeah. is history. And then I ran into Cody. I found Cody because of Audrey, so that whole spiraled is, into a Isn't lot of it crazy things. how, like, you start watch it, watching this one person, and then all of a sudden, like, throughout the years, it turns into this chain where you find this one specific person over here from over here? That's right. literally how right. I found your channel, because I found you through, like, six other people somehow That's ridiculous awesome. it all started with bobby burns too <laughs> Bobby, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lie, cause it went. Do you want me to tell you how I, yeah, how I got there? Go okay, it. so it went from Bobby Burns. He did a collaboration with Psych IRL. Then she did a collaboration with Josie, Life Like Josie, and then Josie did a collaboration with Audrey, and then Audrey did a collaboration with you. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's this. <laughs> Whole that's funny i i i expected you to find my content through cody but you did not i know i don't think so because i i never watched cody so that can't be right audrey's great yeah she's just so unashamedly herself it's so it, weird that, those are the best people on youtube <laughs> for real it's if you meet like, her in real life it's almost uh, exactly yeah. like that and there's a lot of stuff she includes in her videos where i was like i wouldn't have included that i don't there's so many people i want to meet in real life and just talk mm -hmm. about creativity and that's one reason like i love this podcast it's just like a nice conversation with people that i can actually relate to right because <laughs> in my area that's like nobody like have you ever run not even into like my friends. a youtuber in real life no i haven't well okay that's not true because I went to, I mean, I went to this convention called Blimey Con, which was run by Blimey Cow. The like homeschool Christian guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I met them in real life, but those were the only people. Gotcha. Would you ever go to like VidCon or something like yes, that? Yes, I would in a heartbeat. I think I might go this year. My, the only thing that's stopping me is finances though. Yeah. Literally. Just got to rake in the dough Because I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do want to go to VidCon one day for sure. That's on my list. Yes. Imagine, like, being on, like, less than famous panel of the VidCon. Yeah. Dude, that'd be real. crazy. Major real. clout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys watch any of the like the clouty people on youtube like the ones who have millions of subscribers like the rice gums and the jake pauls and the no i don't mr beast and no i don't find their content valuable really truly i just don't yeah i was catching up on uh jake paul and rice gum their whole like child gambling stuff right. but uh that's hmm. about it I'm, I'm the kind of person to watch the h3h3 video on it than watch the original thing <laughs> Yeah, gotcha. I watched that yeah. too. Yeah, that was great. I just I don't even watch H three H three. I'm just like <sighs> and drama alert. Honestly, I don't. Keep I, I don't like drama trends. alert. I just don't. There's just some channels where I'm like I'm not interested for very weird taste and content. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of YouTube ecosystems, so it's all good. Mm -hmm. That's fair. How did you feel before you found your footing, and how did you build on said failures? When I first started out, honestly, it was going pretty good. The audience was going there. I mean, I didn't really 
find an audience, audience, audience for a while, but the majority of my friends would watch. I didn't find it sustainable. My first like five, six episodes. I was like, I'm showing my week. My life isn't that interesting. I find a way to make it interesting, but it's just with like crazy edits or with whatever. It's not very practical for me to be biking and holding my mic, which, or holding my, <laughs> my camera, yeah. I realized. It was a lot more difficult to talk in front of the camera. So from that, I started studying basically and practicing, like seeing where I chop my sentences in half by saying what I really think is instead of just saying, like my main point of what I think because once I say it you assume mm -hmm. this guy thought about what he was saying <laughs> and like um mm -hmm. like there's a lot of things you can do with your sentences to restructure them to be more direct to be louder to be that type mm -hmm. of stuff so I that really helped I knew that I couldn't sustain it with like quick editing of my life that's what I thought mm -hmm. my channel was mm -hmm. going to be for a while um you know showing me working with this client and this client and you know doing school at the same time I realized most of the time I'm just sitting in class or skipping class you know it's just really mm -hmm. not that fascinating it wasn't until I talked about a question in one of my videos that suddenly I had people asking me like having discussions with me in person being more interested and that's when i stumbled upon a couple mm. other non-friend youtube people yeah so and that was actually way more my natural speed because it was more like mm. thoughtful reflective i saw someone right. someone's um instagram question and it was like are you overworking or underworking um or do you i saw that video do you tend to overwork or underwork and i was like mm. super triggered because i was like honestly right i feel super lazy all the time <laughs> i was definitely not overworked <laughs> Um, but is that wrong? I So I just went down that whole train. So so uh, do you get the feeling where it's like you're doing so much yet mm -hmm. feeling like you've done nothing? Yeah. I, I feel that every once in a while. Or also just I think I hold myself to certain standards that mm -hmm. maybe yeah. aren't very forgiving. Like if mm -hmm. I work, 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 and then one day I just waste the whole day away. Mm -hmm. I feel so bad about that one day. Yeah. Instead of just moving along yeah. doing the next day. I mean, there's a time and a place for that. Don't get me wrong. But mm -hmm. it's tough when like you're your own boss, you know, Ooh, that's yeah. always the uh, that's my whole life. The the tough part. Yeah, for real. You have to be accountable to yourself. And it's just it's yeah. the hardest thing. I don't think I would have been able to do it at 18. Oh, I mean, probably not. So the fact that you're doing person. it, you're well, I've been, I think it helps that I've been so disciplined with like YouTube because I was posting like consistently, like weekly, like no matter what for the longest of time. So I think that helped me. Yeah, that helped train myself to like work good with deadlines and scheduling and everything. But yeah. it's not it's not easy. Like this, that was a major thing that I have not actually talked about yet. But like discipline mm -hmm. and also integrity, like and following through with stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. My last video was about goals. But if you don't have that, it really doesn't matter what your thought goals yep. are because you just sit around or someone who like has big talk no yeah. game ideas um, are garbage it's all about execution hey at gary v. Yeah. <laughs> basically nice it's so true it's like i i, I kind of triggers me when people talk about these great ideas but then do nothing i'm like well that's you I have mean, to do something <laughs> like usually yeah you can you can weed out people pretty quickly by being like you know they're like oh i'm into going into dance and or like music or theater or you know i'm working on an album or i'm working mm. on i'm gonna be a film director or something you know and i'm like right. oh awesome like can you send me a link to some of the stuff you've worked on and then they're like <laughs> right oh dude i like just you know it's it's on its way don't worry like i'm so pumped about <laughs> it like you'd have no idea this idea you know right. and you're just like wait what you have you yeah. talked all that time and you have you've never made yeah. any 
video before? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really difficult to not to not be cynical in those moments, but it's just like... Right. Well, I'm of the opinion it's fine if you're not No, it's, I there. Guess it's totally fine. No, but just I don't get, talk about it. Mm, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say don't talk about it. I'd say... Talk about it appropriately. Right yeah, there. you know. I'm talking yeah, about the yeah, people. There was so, a guy yeah. who, like, actually, he was just straight up lying. He was saying how, like, he had a documentary and, like, he had, you know, his thing was almost picked up by National Geographic and then he turned mm-hmm. them down and, like, all this stuff. But then he was shooting the wedding and the way he was shooting the wedding was with his smartphone. Mm-hmm. And it was him. Uh, he t- <laughs> he held it to his chest and was, like, walking around with it. And that was him filming the, the wedding. That's and terrible. I was like, oh, my gosh. That's there's funny. no way this guy was almost picked up by National Geographic. Because I asked him again, oh, that's awesome. Can I see, like, a like a clip or something <laughs> he's like oh dude can't right now but later you know i've had it i've had it where people are like they look at my video and they're like oh a hundred views man if i made a video right now i would get thousands and i'm like okay then do it right <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's funny yeah and it's not even like in a mean way it's just i just want to see yeah. what you're talking about right it's like yeah. back it's, it's like well, like back up what you say you know don't just yeah. Talk, yeah talk right yeah do you see yourself still doing youtube in like five years or oh yeah for sure i think so macro baby especially since like i finally i think found my voice with my content like i think i found my own style and like what direction i want to go because it took mm-hmm. me forever to realize that I'm good at analyzing topics and whatnot because that's just how I think. I always want to know the why of something. And so I've incorporated that into my content. And every single time I have, it's been way better than everything else. So I'm trying to to focus on that more so. The the problem is like I also don't want to fit myself in a box because then I feel... I mean, it can evolve as as it goes. Yeah, exactly. It's more like adding elements. No, it is. No, I... Yeah. Yeah, well, it's whenever people used to ask me what your chan- what is your channel about, I wouldn't know how to answer. But now I have a confident answer because I figured it out. Right. Like, but I it still took need me to forever. work on the elevator pitch. I know what my channel is, but I can't <clears throat> say it in like two sentences. Yeah, it takes it takes time. It's not easy. Like, I did it on my bio or whatever. But also the things that you write in your bio, those aren't things you can say in normal life. Usually <laughs> like out loud, you know, it just like right. sounds way corny. I am an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. You're Dude, just like, entrepreneur on Instagram bio. <laughs> I, yeah, no. I never even thought about doing that. And then as soon as I heard Gary V talking about that, I was like, yeah, I'm never mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. How did you guys find Gary V? MRI showed me his stuff, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I was I like, think you gotta watch is, this. There's certain personality like, nah. types where if you see Gary Vee, there's no chance you're not gonna watch him for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like it's just like yeah. he like totally connects and vibes. He really he challenges you, which is what I do really appreciate. I, I want to be Gary Vee in the future, dude. You're gonna Literally. be better than Gary Vee. True. I take the best parts of him and, and negate the worst parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, okay. Strategy. What are what are your least favorite parts about Gary Vee? I actually don't know. After I said that, I was like, hmm. What are my least favorite I mean, parts of Gary he could he, he would reach more people if he toned down the profanity, but, you know, to each their own. But that's about yeah, it. He talked me. about that one time where no, it was did, like, yeah. um, but what at else? the same time, I kind of like it because he's just like, I'm just being me, which is right. kind of preaching his own message. So props to him, I guess. You got anything, Amorize? Uh, Yeah. 
Let me go through my questions. No, no, no. Like, what would you? <laughs> what's your least favorite thing about <laughs> Gary Vee? Oh, 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 oh! Least favorite thing? Um, that's so hard. Um, <laughs> uh, part of me would be like, uh, I think at that point I would do more, more family over hustle. I would mm. scale back the hustle just a little bit to spend time with, uh, you know, your your five year old kids or whatever. Yeah, it's a couple more years until they're you know constantly in school, mm. and then really go back. Right the macro no, you know that's, that's, that's i think that's what i would do sometimes you i know? think he gets a little too loud or, <laughs> yeah um, I, I see what you mean mm-hmm. like i like it when he's loud but sometimes he's like legit mm-hmm. screaming or he interrupts people a little mm-hmm. too much but I yeah that's true that's true yeah yeah nobody's perfect <laughs> like he hates yeah, that himself yeah too, we yeah. all have our flaws like he's a good guy with good intentions and we need more people like that speaking and having right. audiences also i love that his main message is he just wants people to be right happy. there's a lot of these like finance business people and they're like all about mm-hmm. money right and they don't say it but they basically say like they're they just have all these ways of mm-hmm. tricking you right. into being like it's all about money yeah. money is happiness all this stuff and i just completely mm-hmm. disagree so the fact that his thing is very relatable to i just love that his main thing is about happiness because mm-hmm. in my mind i don't care if i'm making 20k 200k mm-hmm. whatever Right, um, money yeah, is dumb. I, I, Let's go. I can, I can, I can make it work. I mm-hmm. can, you know, you know, it'll change over time, whatever. But if I'm not happy, then what's the? I have a question. Point? Are you a person who likes to buy physical things a lot of the time, or are you just like? What am I trying to ask here? <clears throat> do I get joy like, you get, out of? Yeah, so almost buying like, things. I guess one way to explain it is: Do you know are what you, the? Are you familiar with Myers Briggs? Yeah. Yeah. What's your Myers Briggs? Uh, INFP. It's slightly mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> um what's that right infj hmm. infj hmm. i am int i don't get hmm. that much out of physical objects if that's right same you were like, talking about mm-hmm. yeah because it's like some people like they want their gucci shoes they want their rolex they want their lamborghini and i'm like that's not me i'd rather save my money i don't care about all of that right hey, like, hey, you know hey, that's hey, what hey, i was hey, asking because um, like, wants all of Wants the Gucci. Right. No, 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 no. Only, only, <laughs> only the Gary V shoes, okay? Only the Gary See, V I don't, shoes. See, I wouldn't even go for that, man. The I Gary mean, V just... shoes, man. <laughs> Do they make you happy? It's, All it's, right. when you need new shoes, you know, go with the Gary V. Support I mean, our boy, Gary. That's fair. I mean, I guess, <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like, I what mean, makes me happy is creating, truly. Some people mm-hmm. buy stuff because to, like, front, which is obviously not great, but. There's also people right. who legitimately get a lot out of the experience of buying something and having it. In Myers-Briggs, they'd be the S. Right, yeah. And so the experience of getting it is worth mm-hmm. it. And, you know, yeah. go for it, dude. But I like, get be you. Like, I'm it. not going to knock that. If you enjoy doing that, cool. It's your money. Right. But, like, it doesn't interest me. Stuff kind of sucks. I, I swear. Even, like, this Christmas, I didn't even know what I wanted. I didn't actually want anything, truly. I was just like... I don't want any presents because it's just going to be things that I barely use anyway. So what's the point? And then your parents high five. They're like, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then instead they buy us a PS4. So I'm like, okay. Okay then. What a, All right. what a bummer. I what know, a right? bummer. <laughs> Man, I'll get to play Kingdom Hearts 3, my childhood <laughs> game that I've been waiting for for a decade. It's so terrible, man. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. I feel like that's really common among creative people from what I've noticed. Obviously, there are exceptions, but it's tough to replicate what you get from being creative. I don't I know agree. what it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want stuff to up the quality and mm-hmm, extend my right. creativity for real. You know, like yeah. 
a gimbal is on my shopping list soon, you know, get that smooth video. But y'all, all just stuff to boost the creativity, you know, and stuff that I right, can yeah. do. But besides that, you know, stuff kind of sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Supreme. <laughs> Gucci, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, yeah. Except Master Eth merch is pretty cool, you know? Not that I bought any, but you know. <laughs> right. Dude, I have all the shirts in my closet. Oh, boy. I've been thinking about just, like, deleting that page because I made it too early. Oh, yeah, man. I made that mistake. Why? No, you're fine, dude. The idea was I probably won't. It's just like, what's it look like? Here's the problem, though. Most YouTubers, their audiences are children who don't have jobs and have no money. So I did it like way too soon. First of all, when did you make them? Like last year. It's not a recent thing. Like, have you promoted it at all? Oh, yeah. On my channel, basically everywhere. And it's like, that was my mistake. Like, I shouldn't have done that so soon. And I realized that. So Mm -hmm. I'm learning from that mistake. And instead, I'm just trying to push out like, very valuable content because that's what matters the most truly i don't know i wouldn't be too hard on yourself yeah i get that that's fair. i thought i thought teespring you don't have to make the shirts it's not only like no you you don't you just like design them and then put them on teespring basically right i like being my own boss i like creating mm-hmm. stuff right and honestly the way that i be my own boss and the way that i create stuff is probably going to be different in a year in two years oh, yeah. in five years mm. it's gonna be literally radically different but mm. As long as I get to do that stuff, right. then I'm, I'm pretty pumped. What do you do on the days when you wake up and you're like, oh, wow, uh, today is, doesn't feel like a very good day and you don't want to exercise, but you know you kind of have to and you don't really want to do certain things, but you know it's required of you. How do you well, still motivate yourself? Well, how much is required and not motivated? There's days when I just don't want to maybe work right then. Well, that's fair. No, I get that. And then there's other days when I have literally have to go to a shoot. I guess the example like going external for is motivation like, or internal motivation. Are those different? I mean, if I have to go to a job to make money, that's mm. sort of external. You know, that's pressure. Okay. Right? Whereas yeah. some people would slack on that, but for me, I would never. I'm, um, I mean, more so in internally like with your own internally projects and responsibilities and stuff as i've gotten older i've become much more forgiving of my own natural rhythms Mm -hmm. of like motivation and the more that i embrace it actually more the better and happier i am it's so i mean gary v talks Mm. about that all the time interesting but like sometimes i feel lazy or sometimes i feel sleepy or tired or don't want to work maybe i'll like set a time limit on that or i'll let's say even if i do waste the entire day i try to not beat myself up over it and just move Mm -hmm. on because i used to do that a lot and yeah i just it's not worth it also another piece of it is knowing how much your mood swings Mm -hmm. throughout the day like sometimes it's just you just hop out of bed and start working out and then suddenly you're in the mood again you know like Mm -hmm. you've got all the motivation back I don't think it's like a hack to make yourself work and Mm -hmm. be the most optimal machine possible. It's more about figuring out yourself. When is the right time to be introverted, relaxed, maybe Mm. more uh, quote unquote lazy. Um, And then other times when you need to hustle. That being said, also another side note is you have to build up a repertoire of credibility with yourself. If you're lazy all the time, then Mm. who cares? Like, no, you need to get off your butt and like start practicing being disciplined. But for me, at least, I know that I'm going to get the job done or like I know that when I commit to something or I'm in the zone focusing on it, I'm going to give it a lot of effort. So in that sense, I don't have to beat myself up if I take Mm -hmm. like two hours off here or like hang out with friends or whatever, which I used Mm -hmm. to do. I used to be like really feel bad about 
oh, today was a good day because I was productive. Oh, today was a yeah. half good day because I was half productive. Today was a sucky day because I just had yeah. fun. You know, it's you, like, what? Mm, <laughs> you, you have to. It, yeah, it doesn't come easy. You almost have to learn it because I, I used to be really bad about beating myself up over like even the littlest things and i've gotten to a point where it's like i can say that like nowadays like i truly love myself and i don't do that nice. and so that really helps for sure but when it comes to like motivation i feel like for me like when i'm not feeling it usually like if i start something and i start working on it that's when it kind of like goes away oh because yeah, totally. starting is like always like the most difficult part but once you oh, actually yeah. get in the motion of it like exercising then it's right. Not as much of a hassle, but it's the initial push. You know, it's important to to be there every week, like you say you are. And and you know, I I, I realize that I I've left the audience on the table because currently there's always so much going on, and not just like so much, just also like not. I guess I, I guess I just suck at like time management uh, currently, which is something I really need to get better at. I've left so much like uh in growth on the table because. I'm bad at that. Uh, I gotta be self-aware. I gotta realize that. You know, I can think about how much, I guess, bigger I would be, more audience I would have retained if, you know, I had a consistent posting schedule for like the past three years. That's the thing. That's the thing you gotta work on, you know? Do you think that that's your motivation though? Yeah, I like, think it's- Like, oh, it's, I would have had a bigger audience if I had done that. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of motivation and also kind of recently I'm, I'm like figuring out what kind of content really gets me fun, excited to start editing and stuff like that and which kind of content I put off editing um, right. like recently you know I really figured out that videos where I just sit down and talk to the camera you know for 30 minutes 45 minutes is the stuff I, I, I really hate editing so I always put that off uh, which is what I'm fixing now because you know I, I hire Master Reith to do those videos for me which is really great um, <laughs> nice. so I'm getting there you know and the videos yeah and then the videos that's more like fast paced and like different environments or like skits like that i you know i i have way more fun editing so that's what i do myself and yeah just figuring yourself out in the process you know uh nobody's perfect in the beginning you just yep. gotta keep growing do you have any advice for anybody that wants to do either like youtube or video production in general you have to do it uh, right yeah mm -hmm. there's a lot of people i know who want to you have to start slow you have to be patient you have mm -hmm. to if you don't have to go to film school yeah. you absolutely do not have to go to film school that's like i did not <laughs> say that louder like, oh my gosh it's like Oh right. man, I wish I, you know, could mm -hmm. make money doing videos. I'm going to go to film school. It's like, no, please don't, don't. go to film school. <laughs> That's what you should not do. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's really all from practice. Mm -hmm. When I made the Lego stop motion videos, that was a key fundamental part of me oh, getting yeah, to where I'm at. Sure. Because you learn mm -hmm. angles, you learn pacing, you learn mm -hmm. like all this fancy stuff. Lighting. Um, yeah, lighting, all that stuff. Those are the skills that you need. And that's the type of practice and discipline you need if you really want to do it. Also, yeah, you need to try it out to see if you actually like mm -hmm. it. There's so many parts of video right. stuff that I actually don't like um, or stuff mm -hmm. that I'm not good at or stuff right. that, you know, whatever. And the only way that you really hone that discernment is if you're actually doing it right. you also have to you know collab with other people learn from other mm -hmm. people look at other right. people who are ahead of you but yeah it's not about the school it's not about the equipment it's literally just doing it and i think also people don't start small enough like just doing it that doesn't mean oh next time i travel to hawaii in six months i'll make a video no mm -hmm. like go outside right now and make a video mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, literally right this second. Probably going to suck a lot more than you expect. So tomorrow right. you yeah. get to make a better one. That's like the that. type of thinking yeah. you that leads to you being good at anything. Honestly, the real question is, why are you not doing it? And so mm. you need everyone needs to figure out their unique reasons why they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like, That's fair, yeah. Their parents, financial situation, okay, mm. address the financial situation. You know, not enough peers doing it as well. Okay, find some peers. Um, mm-hmm. you know, right. Don't know how to do it at all, mm. find the right YouTube tutorials, right. you know. If you're looking for an excuse, you'll always find one. Yeah, that's right. so true. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 10 of Creative Minds with Eric. Eric, thank you so much for being on this podcast. This has been a great conversation. Thanks so much for having me. That was really fun. No problem. No problem. Great meeting you guys. All right. We will see you in two weeks. Remember, stay creative.